This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. And Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? It's Wednesday morning on The Fan. Nice to have you with us. 502, what do you say? The Eddie Scazzeri, good to see you again. And across from me, his name is Al Ryan Dukes. What's up? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, as I've told you in the past, uh, I grew up a huge David Letterman fan, Jerry. I All know that. I wanted was to be David Letterman, and one of my favorite things about David Letterman was he had a blue card. Yeah, I know. You ripped off the Adam Shine. He ripped. Adam Shine ripped it off from him, and now you're ripping it off Adam Shine. Correct. Uh, we had blue uh, Letterman had blue cards. The top ten list were on the blue cards. Notes about the guests, all uh, sh- the run of the show, all on blue cards. Then I saw Adam Shine had blue cards. Yeah. Then I complained on the air, Jerry. Cool I'm on blue cards, and look at what CBS has delivered for nice. you, Jerry. Look at that. Alan Jerry. Now that's cool. Warm up show blue cards. How about that? That's what I'm talking about, Jerry. That is really cool. So I've got all of my information for today's show on there. I don't see anything on it. Well, I, I, I didn't haven't start using them yet. <laughs> I mean, I put everything on a computer, Jerry. I don't I need know. These, I don't need these blue cards. You, get, you do need the blue cards. You love the blue cards because I like to do this too with the blue cards. That's how you know, like sure. I'm wrapping up a segment, Jerry. I'll 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 tap the blue card on the table like. Uh, and I'll read your Are you going to start uh, just tossing them into the air? Yeah, no, so I'd be like this. So, uh, uh, Jerry, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Uh, Jerry, it says here you'll be appearing at the Rutgers game this right. weekend. Yes, I will. Uh, who are they playing? Wisconsin again? on the road. Okay, well, then, and then I'd, I would fling this. Right. Like this. Let me see. Your fling in uh, Phoenix was terrible. That was much better. I did like that better. Oh, nice. The one in Phoenix was embarrassing. It came right back in your face. <laughs> yeah, that was embarrassing. That was not great. I demanded higher quality blue cards, Jerry. You like this quality? I was delivered higher quality so blue cards. So we got cards. better cards than Shine. I would say so. Very nice. Don't like let him that. know that, Jerry. So thank you to Tyler and Steven and Andrew and oh, whoever yeah. put those together. That's very nice. Maraid uh, was involved in the... Oh, a lot of people were involved in the Maraid blue cards. Maraid was doing it. Great. Of, Jerry, the, uh, getting blue cards is not just ordering something you've got to put thought into it they made some sort of well the card show logo i was gonna say the card's really the easy part they did a logo this they did cool. a logo that's kind of cool yeah a little scripted logo and it looks like a baseball uh print i kind of you know like that saying, i do like that we're gonna have to steal that make shirts yes could they possibly send me out without the background <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome i could have them done in about an hour yeah we'll put a little cvs logo on it too well, that might be a little bit uh, of infringement. I don't know about that, but you never know. Jerry, do you think uh, Jets fans would be happy with Derek Carr? I was listening mm. to Sal coming in. He he wants Aaron Rodgers or Bucks. I think hmm, it's so funny because Derek Carr is a good quarterback. 
The problem is when you've got the great quarterback dangling in front of you, I feel like the Jet fan will be very disappointed. And it's no it's no fault of Derek Carr's. Yeah. But it's like it's like a big tease. It's like you got Aaron Rodgers sitting in front of you. Now you I would tell you this. If the Jets came out and said, Listen, Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Rodgers comes out and says, I'm not going anywhere or I'm retiring, okay, fine. Now you're the Jet fan. You've got an, an you got Mike White who can't stay healthy. You've got Zach Wilson they don't want, or you have Derek Carr. Then I think they're more excited. But if you're sitting here today thinking, hmm, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, or Ryan Tannehill, and it ain't Rodgers, you're disappointed. Yeah, you have to be definitely. But and especially here's the the tough part for like if Derek Carr ends up coming here, if the Rodgers thing was never a real thing where it was just something. We created in the media, or or and then uh, you know because we we'd been talking about it for how long, and then like last week we're like, oh, the Jets have finally inquired, right? Like what? They just now asked about Aaron. That was Rogers? according to one story. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Like if if Aaron Rodgers was never in the mix uh, or never a real thing, and then the Jets are like, oh, we're gonna go get Derek. I agree Carr, with you. Everyone will be excited, but that's not. That hasn't been the case, and you're yeah. sitting there staring at a possibility of having Aaron Rodgers come here. With a good team around them. I don't think the Jets are a great team. They're a good team. But now you bring Aaron Rodgers in, it elevates them to fall. So I think they will be disappointed. But that's the way of life. Gio was going through the other day during the Boomer and Gio show, this uh, the odds for teams winning the Super Bowl. Sure. And the Jets are pretty high up there, which is weird. Or they, high, Well, they're not higher. High up there. That's no. correct. You're correct. They're higher than other teams. Yes, including the Giants. I did see which that. Which is weird. Uh, I would agree it's weird. Like today, if I were well, to tell you, you can bet, Jerry, the Giants to make it to the Super Bowl or the Jets, you would take the Giants, I would think. Yeah, I wouldn't take either. Yeah, me neither. I mean, you got the the problem with the Jets is now if you bring Aaron Rodgers in, now my thinking changes. Because the problem for me in the AFC are all the good quarterbacks and the good teams. The For the Giants, I'm looking at the Eagles still. I'm still staring at them. So I don't like either one. You put Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, I got to tell you. No, I might make that bet. No, right. And I, I think, might make that bet. And that's probably why the Jets have a better chance than a lot of other teams because in the minute that Aaron Rodgers says he's going back to the yeah. Packers or somewhere else, whoop, those, oh, absolutely. those Jets odds fall to the uh, So two things happen. I think right now if Aaron Rodgers decides not to come here, those odds go down. And I think if he does come here, they go up very quickly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I If you're smart, you probably make a bet now. Right. And if he doesn't come here, well, you just threw some money away. Not the worst thing you've ever done. But even if, let's say today we hear Aaron Rodgers came out of, like he goes into the darkness, he yeah. comes out of the darkness. I'm I'm really wanting to play for the Jets. Joe Namath, he's going to let me wear number 12. I'm all excited. The Jets aren't going to the Super Bowl. I don't know that they're not. What? I don't, I, why? I don't know. Like, why wouldn't they? Seems weird. Uh, we, because we've never seen it. <laughs> well, let me ask you, did you think that when Rex had them in the championship game two years in a row? That would have been really weird, yeah. Yeah, it really would have been, but I felt like we were ready for it. We were ready for it. Because they were a good team. They had a bombastic head coach. They were fun to watch, and they had a really good defense. So I, I feel like we were ready for that, even back with Parcells when they played the Broncos. It felt, boy, it felt like they were going to do it. Yeah. And they didn't. And they didn't. Right? So maybe this will be the time. I can't remember off the top of my head. So the two championship games the Jets went to with Mark Sanchez. Yeah. Which was the closer one? I don't remember. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I do not remember. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know.
I don't even know who. They I remember were the against. Bronco. I remember the Bronco one. They were leading at halftime and playing really well, and Curtis Martin fumbled in the game turn. I do remember that. The Steeler ones, I don't remember. I really don't. Were, they were both against the Steelers. Yeah, and I don't remember both championship games. Yeah, I believe I didn't even no. know that. Yes. Oh, now I got to check. Now you're now you're killing me. I'm confusing you. Here. No, yeah, no, no, no. no, no of I'm course. making you doubt yourself. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Let's see here. So we go back to in the AFC Championship game. In 2010 and 2011, the AFC, boy, they don't have a lot of uh, AFC championship appearances. Wow. No, they don't. Uh, let's see. Ten was, I don't remember that. 10 was against the Colts, and then uh, 11 was against the Steelers. So there you have it. Do they have the scores? Yeah. 30-17, to 17, they lost to the Colts. They lost to the Steelers 24-19. Oh, that was the one. That was the close one, Jerry. That's yeah. what we're looking for. Yep. Yep. All yep. Right. yep. And the Denver one uh, was 23-10. to 10. But it was a much better game than that. It's kind of twenty three to ten doesn't sound like much, but they were winning three nothing at halftime. So you're saying it was? A I think closer... they went up. I think they went up ten nothing in that game. I'd have to check that, but I'm pretty sure they were up ten nothing. It was a closer game than the final score shows. That's well, yeah, I saying. mean, I know they were up. I'm almost certain it was ten nothing, but I know they were up. I can only see three nothing in twenty three ten. The game changed in the second half. Like they were closing in on beating the Broncos, and then everything just kind of flipped on them. It fell apart. The Steelers, it's so funny. So that game, if you think about the um, the Jets-Broncos game that I'm talking about, we're talking about Bill Parcells, and you got to go back to 1999. I remember that game more than I remember the games in 10 and 11. And we covered them yeah. extensively. And yes. I, I really don't remember much. I don't remember much about either of them. We had Fireman Ed in here. We had Joe Klecko in here I, singing "Beat Tom Brady." I, I mean, it was a it was a time, I, Jerry. It was a time to be alive. Yeah, that's so, how I remember. All right, it. so here's why the Steeler one was not memorable. They were trailing twenty four nothing in this game. Oh, and it looks like they. I can't. I can't really tell. I don't remember. I remember the end. I'm going to ask you one more that there's no chance you're going to remember, but I want someone to tweet it. Which of those two games? Did Mark Sanchez throw that beautiful pass? It was like uh, 15 to 20 yards into the end zone. It was like a, a, just like a, a laser, Jerry. He laid it right in there. Had to hmm. be against the Colts or against the Steelers. It might have. that up. Yeah, it might have been. Is that. Do you think Mark Sanchez wakes up and was like, I was in a championship game two years in a row? Yeah, you I do. Jerks. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. Yeah. The He's only thing extra... I remember, and I couldn't tell you which game it was, I remember Santonio Holmes had a big catch. I think that was it. It was the. Is was that a... the one you're talking about? I think though? so. But I couldn't tell you which game it was. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never before told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me ask you this. Do you yes. remember this, Jerry? You're probably not going to remember this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Details on this are terrible. Yeah. Do you remember when Bart Scott said, can't wait? <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> that's all we remember. That's can't like, wait. That's the only thing. That was a primetime game out. in New England, right? Post game? Wasn't that when he said that? And they were going to Pittsburgh. Yep. To the can't wait. Now, you, now you've got to go on the road to Pittsburgh. Yeah. 
Can't all right, wait. here's one thing. I want to kiss you. Here's one thing. I, I mean, all these different sites have different things. Here's one thing I did find. Maybe this is what you're talking about. In the cult loss. Yeah. Uh, in a game that they led. Boy, I tell you. They led the cult game, Jerry? They led 17-6 to six in this game. Oh, my gosh. And one of the plays, the only play that's really highlighted on this website, uh, is an 80-yard touchdown pass, Mark Sanchez to Braylon Edwards. Yeah, no, this one, this one could have been Braylon Edwards, but it was a short... It was like uh, one of those, you know, instead of throwing the floater to the corner from like the 15-yard line, he lasered it, Jerry, right where he needed to put it. I'm Googling Santonio Holmes right now because I'm pretty sure he had a touchdown catch. Um, Mm. Yes, it was a 45-yarder to Santonio Holmes in the Steeler one, not the Colt one. Yeah, that wasn't it. This was a shorter one, Jerry. I I, I wish I'd written it down on my blue cards. You should have. Why why don't I have any of those over uh, here? uh, You can have some. You hog? I I hogged them all. You're a blue card pig. I wanted to surprise you. (laughs) By the way. That was a very nice surprise. That was a cool surprise. Right? That was a very cool surprise. Here's something I didn't I care for. CBS. They send Boomer and Geo cards too. Oh, oh come on! But that's not their thing. I know. I'm not even going to give them to them. <laughs> I, Just turn feels, them over and use them as scrap. <laughs> <laughs> it feels less special to me. I agree. Getting our blue cards. What Jerry. else they do? Send uh, Tiki and Tierney cards. Just be nice. They better not have sent yeah. Tiki and Tierney blue cards, Jerry. I'm telling I'm you, I'm going to be ticked. A little disappointing now that you told me that. Good news for Giants fans, Jerry. And they could say 15% of their cards. Our friend, uh, our new, uh, Eddie and I's new friend, Brian Dayball, who we spent extensive time with at sure. the uh, airport. Uh, Mike Kafka's not going anywhere. Wink Martindale's not going anywhere. They're running it back, Jerry. Good. We are running it back, that's, championship game style. That's a good thing for the organization. Love it. It's a good thing that they had interviews. Yeah. That means people were interested. It's a great thing that they're not going anywhere for next year. Because here's what sucks if I'm an Eagles fan. And I know you got Jalen. This is what Harris, happens every and year. And I know you got Nick Sirianni. Your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator, of which I've heard of neither of you, both got head coaching jobs. Well, not only that, and they got them very quickly. Very quickly. Beyond that, we have to see what the team looks like next year. You know, do they give Jalen Hurts? Do they decide to give Jalen Hurts a monster contract in the offseason? I mean, you're Jeffrey Jeffrey Laurie during the Super Bowl, right? Talking what about did how. He say? <laughs> We played the clips talking about how he's done everything and then some. Like, you can't ask for more. So does that mean he's going to get a big contract? I would think he might. So we'll see. I don't know. It's um, Once the quarterback gets paid, others can't. And they may not look the same next year. Yeah. I mean, hell, Jason Kelsey's talking about possibly retiring. Boomer was more said that the other day, I think on Monday. This is what I mean. Like, it, like they got the closest you could get to Winning the game. Yes. And now you're coming back with a team that's going to have a different coach, coaching staff. Coaching not, staff, not, head not coach. the head coach. And maybe that, you know, the players get shifted. That stinks. Like, it's so hard. That's like when you look at a team like the Chiefs that, first of all, of course, Brady Belichick, whole different story. Sure. But like how the Chiefs have gotten back. Yeah. They keep getting back. The salary it's so cap has do. made it very difficult to keep teams intact. And then when you're good. Other teams poach your coaching staff for yes. head coaching opportunities. And if you're Nick Sirianni, you're thrilled for your guys. But it does. It sucks. I totally agree. And boy, I totally this, agree. This Eric Bieniemy must rub people the wrong way in interviews. Well, I don't either, know what this guy's doing in interviews, It's Jerry. either that or the fact that he clearly can't interview until they're done with these games. That's true, too. He's so good, Jerry, that all the interviews are done and they're still playing Super Bowl games. I was thinking about Philadelphia yesterday. So you got the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, lose. 
The Phillies get to the World Series, lose. Losers. The, but but still conference champions. Yes. League champions in Philadelphia where they win the pennant. You got the 76ers have every opportunity to go win an NBA title this year with Embiid and Harden and all those guys. That's a good time to be in Philly. You're right. That's not bad. I it mean, the Eagles did win the Super Bowl a few years ago. Right. I mean, my goodness. And they've got a quarterback that's going to be an awesome quarterback for years. Yes. Like, they are set up to have some run. I don't think the Flyers are any good, but, I mean, you get the point. Three of their four major teams, I'm sure the Philadelphia Union are doing great things. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they are or they're not. But that's not bad. Not bad. Unfortunately for Philadelphia, you got the New York Mets. Um, That's right. Well, the Phillies went to the World Series last year. The Mets, Mets got knocked out by the Padres. But they're coming back this are year. Are they, though? They have two old pitchers. Like, they lost... One and they they replaced him with an older pitcher. So saying. you're still let me see what you're saying here, Jerry. They lost the pitcher Jacob Degrom. Yeah, they replaced him with a an older pitcher, older with a yeah. big name who was not great in the postseason. Nor was their other race in the postseason last year for them. Hmm. I'm just saying, hmm. like I think Verlander is going to be great. Scherzer is going to be great. Regular season, yes. Let's see if they got anything left in the postseason. We need them good for the. Postseason, Jay. Yeah, that would be good because I think it's World Series or bust for the Mets. Yes. By the way, you are aware of pitchers and catchers reporting. <laughs> uh, I was not aware until I saw on uh, the, our monitor here in the television a couple of uh, really casual Mets players in their flip-flops and shorts. There's nothing better than spring training. Wandering into spring training. No one's lost a game yet. Yeah. Sunshine, palm trees. Right, we're looking for, like, even if it, like, today's going to be a beautiful 59, 60 degrees in the area. Yeah. Oh, baseball will be in the air, Jerry. Spring is in the air, Al. Just to just to stare down a pitcher one time, Jerry. Wink at him. Let him think you know something. Well, you did that with my kids. <laughs> That's true. I <laughs> would <laughs> uh, we'll take a break. It's 518. A very quick 18 minutes. We got a whole lot more to do's, and then we got Boomer and Geo on a wild Wednesday on the fan.